the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. There are some things that really need to change in the evangelical church. Probably a whole lot of them, but there's one in particular that's really heavy on my heart today, and I want to share that with you. Uh, Welcome to Bob Bernie Live. This is the 5 o'clock hour of the program, and uh, here is my telephone number, 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. I am not a big fan of country music. Uh, I was raised with it. Uh, my parents were big country music fans. Uh, we had the Grand Old Opry on all the time. Oh, my goodness, we always had the uh, Grand Old Opry on when I was growing up. Uh, my mother, for a time, not a long time, played the steel guitar. I would imagine many of you don't even know what a steel guitar is. You don't see many of them anymore, but uh, when they are played properly. Oh my goodness, they're a wonderful instrument. Anyway, uh, country music is just not my cup of tea. Uh, So I'm not real familiar with the people that are involved, particularly the new people. Back years ago, I was fairly familiar with all of them. But I am familiar enough to recognize who the Judds were. Naomi Judd and her daughter, Famous duo, uh, won all kinds of awards. And then, of course, the other sister, Ashley, is the far, far, far left actress in Hollywood. But uh, Naomi Judd was the mom in the duo of the Judds. And I would imagine that all of you have heard she died this past Saturday. Now, what is so tragically ironic is that she and her daughter, who made up the Judds, were to be inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame on Sunday. And obviously, she knew that. She died on Saturday. And um, the statement was released from the two sisters that our mother... We have lost our mother after a long battle with mental illness. I think most people knew what that meant, that she probably took her own life. Um, It was a few days before that was confirmed, but now we know that she took her own life. We don't know how, and we don't need to know. That is none of our business business. We have no idea how she uh, took her own life. 
She was 76 years old, had struggled with mental illness and depression for many years. Uh, She quit touring with her daughter, Winona, because of her struggle with depression and mental illness and was off the road for a long time, sought treatment, got treatment, uh, sought medication, got proper medication, um, wrote a book. I haven't read it, but from what I have read about the book, she was very open, very transparent about her struggle with depression and uh, mental illness and uh, how she overcame it. Uh, She starred in a bunch of movies, a bunch of TV programs. She even did some vocal work for animated series and so forth. And this past Sunday was going to reach the absolute height of her career. For a country music star, there is nothing greater than the Hall of Fame. It's like a football player reaching the Hall of Fame, baseball player, Hall of Fame, basketball player, Hall of Fame. There is no higher honor than the Hall of Fame. And yet, as her daughter Ashley said, we are so sorry that mom could not make it to the awards ceremony. Um, We don't know anything else. And as I said, we don't need to know anything else. In fact, we probably shouldn't know anything else. This is for their family to deal with. But once again, it puts into the spotlight the severity and the reality of mental illness and depression And I began this segment by saying there are some things that need to change in the evangelical church. And one of them is the stigma attached to any form of mental illness, and maybe especially depression. The stigma has got to be removed. Now, if you're a longtime listener, you have heard me go into this, but let me do it again. Because hopefully this will help all of us to look at mental illness possibly differently than you have before. The source of mental illness is the brain. All right? The mind is encapsulated in that physical organ of the body that we call the brain. It is an organ of the body, and all mental functions come out of that brain. So when we talk about mental illnesses, we are talking about an illness of the brain. Now, if someone has brain cancer, Joy and I are praying every single day for a pastor's wife here in central Ohio— that is dealing with brain cancer. I don't know of a single person, I don't know of a single person who has said, oh, she just didn't pray enough or she wouldn't have brain cancer. She, If she had just prayed a little more, trusted God more, she'd read her Bible a little more, she wouldn't have brain cancer. Well, now, wait a minute. 
Brain cancer is something happening, detrimental, destructive, devastating in the brain. What is the difference between that and what we call a mental illness? What is the difference? For the most part, it's stigma that is the difference. I've got to take a break. Um, Let me elaborate on this just a little further. Because this is something that we've got to deal with in our churches. And we have done a horrible job of dealing with mental illness from a biblical point of view, a practical point of view, a medical point of view. We have done a horrible job. And it must change. Today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. We all know now that one of country music's best known and most beloved artists, Naomi Judd, took her own life a very, very short time before she was to receive the greatest honor in country music to be inducted into the uh, Country Music Hall of Fame. It is hard to imagine the kind of despair that she must have felt to not be able to hold out just another 24, 48, 72 hours. It It is hard to imagine with this incredible honor, privilege, that that would not give her enough hope to hold on to life. We don't know the details, and as I've said before, we don't need to know them, probably shouldn't know them. It's private. This is for the family. But you can only imagine the hopelessness that she felt. And she had battled mental illness for years, and that is where I want to land here for just a few more minutes. People who have a norm—listen listen to me, and, I, and I'm not a doctor, and I'm not an expert, I'm not a psychiatrist, but I have a little bit of common sense. Someone with a normal brain, a normal mind— would not in any way, shape, or form think about ending their life hours before receiving the greatest honor that you could receive in your profession. A normal brain, a normal mind would not conceive of that, would not interpret that, and yet it happened. Now, what I started to say before the break, someone has a brain cancer. Well, that's a destructive force within the brain. Nobody says, well, they should have prayed more, they should have read their Bible more, and they're not spiritual enough. Nobody, nobody, nobody. 
the brain, here is how I've explained it for years, and I don't know who explained it to me this way. It's not original with me. Nothing is original with me. The brain is an organ of the body. You have kidney, you have uh, liver, uh, you have a spleen, you have lungs. The brain is an organ of the body. All right? Now, one of the organs of the body is the pancreas. The pancreas produces insulin, which regulates our sugar in our bodies. When your pancreas becomes deficient for whatever reason, your pancreas doesn't produce the insulin that you need and so forth, and you are declared a diabetic. Why? Because there's something wrong with your pancreas. I have I, I am diabetic, and I have been for 20 years. I've done incredibly well. Praise God, I have not had any real bad side effects. I am so blessed of God. But I am diabetic and have been for many years. No one has ever come to me and said, Bob, you know, you're just not spiritual enough or you wouldn't be diabetic. You know, if you had read your Bible more, you wouldn't have gotten diabetes. If you prayed more, you nobody. People say, oh, you're a diabetic. Oh, I know somebody is diabetic. My dad was diabetic. My neighbor is diabetic. Often I say, oh, I'm diabetic. Really? Okay, what do you take? Well, I take this pill and I take insulin. How many times a day? That's the discussion. No one ever questions my spirituality. Why? Because of perception. But in the Christian church, particularly the evangelical church, and sadly the more conservative the evangelical church, if someone suffers from mental illness, what is the root cause of mental illness? A deficiency of some kind in the brain. Well, I thought it was emotional. Well, guess what? Guess what controls your emotions? Your brain. Your brain controls your emotions like the pancreas controls your insulin. Are you with me on this? So, if we can understand that a pancreas that is deficient is understandable, the brain is an organ of the body just like the pancreas, except it is probably 10,000 times more complex. If indeed it is 10,000 times more complex, and it might be more than that, wouldn't it make sense medically, physically, and just from a common sense standpoint? That if it is possible for someone to have a deficient pancreas, that someone could have a brain that has a portion of the brain, somewhere in the brain that is not responding well and controlling the emotions as it should? Well, of course. So then why do we establish stigma to someone who has a mental illness, depression, schizophrenia? or many of the other mental illnesses, because we can see it. And it does impact 
how we react to other people, to circumstances. It does impact our emotions and our behavior. And so, therefore, we equate it to something other than something that's ultimately physical. Now, I know some of you are saying, wait a minute, wait, 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 Bob, wait, 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 wait. There is a spiritual dimension in depression. Yes, there is. No doubt about it, because there is always a spiritual dimension with our emotions. But here's the problem. If a person has medically uh, uh, evaluated mental illness like depression or schizophrenia or whatever, that mental illness may prohibit the person from applying the spiritual truth that would ultimately set them free. I hope I'm not confusing you. Sometimes the deficiency in the brain prohibits the person from applying the spiritual truth that would ultimately set them free from their depression. And that's why sometimes medication is needed. Now, is medication overprescribed for mental illness? Yes, because most secular psychiatrists do not understand the spiritual aspect. They don't get that. And so for them, it is just medicine, just medicine, just medicine. With mental illness, there is an emotional and spiritual aspect. But there is also a medical aspect. And that's why it's so important that someone who is struggling with mental illness not be condemned, not be shamed, not be stigmatized, and certainly not be told, well, you just need to pray more, you need to read your Bible more. I hope they will pray more, and I hope they will read their Bible more. But there is, it's very possible that there is a physical aspect, a chemical aspect. We hear about chemical imbalances. Yes, that is real, and that is true. All right, hang with me. I just want to share a couple of other things with you when we come back. The bottom line is, if you are struggling with depression, it is real, and you need to get the help that you need. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com. <laughs> 